Hi there, you are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your brand, business, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, lawyer, course creator, and author, I understand what it takes to strive for the next level. Through 20 years of having several businesses, making a ton of mistakes, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce, tips, and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Being Unstoppable. And this is the first episode for 2021. I'm not sure when you are tuning in, whether it is close to the beginning of the year or it could be years down the track. It is a new year and I am bloody excited about it. It is so awesome to be on this side of 2020 and to have a fresh start and to really start focusing and thinking about what we all want to gain in the new year and how we want this year to pan out. And I hope that we're all just a little bit more prepared for the unexpected because last year absolutely was a surprise for all of us. But I think this year we might be a little more in tune to the fact that there is uncertainty and things can be unexpected. And because we are in tune, it might not throw throw us off as it did last year. So I'm hoping wherever you are tuning in from that you are as well excited about what's ahead and that the year is going to be amazing. Before we kick off today's episode, I would love to share a review with you. Thank you everyone who leaves a review. It really does mean the world because it's great to actually hear who is tuning in and what you have to say. Today's review was actually shared by Chris Neve on LinkedIn. He found me over at LinkedIn and said, Happy New Year to you. I just wanted to say that I love your podcasts. I've been listening to them since May last year. I particularly like the one about getting a mentor. That is awesome. And he also says, I'm interested in your scaling your business tips. Thank you so much, Chris. It means the world to hear messages from people who are tuning in. It is awesome. So if you would love to send me either a message, you can do that on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or even my email because I am here answering all my emails or you can scroll on down to the bottom of the um, iTunes app where you'll find my podcast and you can leave a review at the bottom there. It only takes a minute and I will be able to give you a shout out too. So today on the podcast, I'm talking about how to make decisions that are not fear-based. Now, I wanted to talk about this on the podcast today because fear holds us back so, so much. And it's all very well setting our goals and wanting to create what we want to create and have the vision for it and all of that. And then we get underway and we start to implement. And before we know it, we start finding that we're making excuses for things like it's too hard or we can't do it because of this or whatever our excuse might be. And often those excuses are simply that truth bombs, sorry to tell you, but they really are just excuses. And if we dig a little deeper, what we actually find is that we are making decisions to not take action or to take certain other pathways 
because of fear. And sometimes we don't even recognize it. We don't understand or see that it's fear. We just can't work out why we're not moving forward. And the reason we're not moving forward is really because we have a whole lot of fear holding us back from actually doing what we really want to do. And I'm talking about it because I'm experienced in this as well, 100%. There has been so many times in my life and particularly even in the last few years where I have been really held back by fear. I wanted to do a podcast and I was really held back by fear. I wanted to release an online course to help people through divorce and separation. I was so held back by fear and the fear of being scared about what other lawyers would think of me, which was just ridiculous because they're not the people I'm trying to impact, that I didn't release it for like two years. It took me two years before I actually released my course, which can help people who are going through divorce when they don't want to engage a lawyer because they can't afford it or they don't want lawyers involved. So it's a really valuable tool for people and it can really impact people in such a positive way. Yet I was being held back. I was being stoppable because of my fear of worrying about what people would think. And so many of us have these fears. They are debilitating. You can be held back permanently. And then what happens with the fear is that you start making excuses and you don't actually realize that your decisions are being affected by the fear that you have. But if you don't recognize it as fear and you're simply recognizing it as obstacles, then it can be really, really tricky to overcome. So whatever your goals are this year, I encourage you to tune in to your decisions and to work out with where the decision-making process is coming from for you. Are you being ruled by fear and are you letting fear control your life or are you making decisions based on what is actually right for you? That would mean owning your decisions and choices and confidently making those decisions based on love and growth and strategy. So how do you know if you are making decisions based on fear or if you are making decisions that are empowered? So the first thing is, of course, is that you have to learn to identify the situations where you are letting fear control you. And believe me, it is a lot easier said than done. The difficulty with this I find is that it requires you to be transparent with yourself and also brutally honest. It means that you really have to open up and allow yourself to glimpse inside and really work out where you're coming from, whether you're coming from a place of making empowered decisions or whether you're coming from a place of fear. But it's really crucial that you do do this. If you want to stop making decisions out of fear, you need to identify the fears first and you need to know what you're coming up against. And everybody is different. Some people won't have the the same fears that you have. And we all have to really work out what triggers us. So let's get stuck into it. So number one is the fear of failure. 
Oh my goodness. Have you ever been afraid of failing so much that you just don't even give something a go? I most certainly have heaps of times. You're really scared that if you actually try, that it's not going to work anyway. So what's the point of even trying? Or you're afraid of failing and it being public or people knowing that you're failing. And so sometimes, for example, in order to put yourself out there and to give something a go, you actually have to be public about something. You have to, for example, hop on Instagram and tell the person about your business. And it's scary because you might fail. And sometimes the thought of that just means that you don't even give it a go. The fear of failure is real. It's real. And the thing is, is that if we don't give anything a go, we're not even giving ourselves the opportunity, right? So number one is fear of failure, right? Number two is the fear of change and the unknown. Oh my goodness. Who has been scared about change? and not knowing what's coming next. I think we've all had the fear of change and the unknown. Change and the unknown is really scary. And I guess that's what 2020 has really challenged us all at. It's the fear of change and the fear of the unknown. The truth is though, if we want to transform and we want to create and we want to be better in our lives and we want to be better in our businesses, we need to change. You know the old saying, insanity is to keep doing the same thing repeatedly and expect a different result. It's exactly like that. If we want to grow in our lives and grow in our businesses, we need to change. But change can be really terrifying. And we can sometimes find ourselves leaping back and wanting to stay frozen in the comfy spot that we're in. But that's not going to help us to expand and scale and grow. So number three of all affairs that you might be feeling that might be stopping you from moving forward is the good old negative self-talk or imposter syndrome. You hear about imposter syndrome all the time and it really is a true and real thing. And I think that most people have felt like an imposter from time to time I know exactly what this feels like. When I was studying to be a lawyer and then I became a lawyer, I felt like the biggest imposter on the planet. I had never even finished school and here I was practicing law. It just felt like I was a complete imposter for a number of years and I was running my own practice and doing all of these things and it really held me back because I was making fear-based decisions on feeling not enough. And that real shitty self-talk and that negative voice that you have in your head going over and over. And you know what? I was telling myself that I didn't deserve it anyway or that I wasn't good enough and that I'd fail if I'd even try. And when you've got that self-talk, that negative self-talk going on around in your head for so many years, it's really, really difficult to overcome. But it's not rational. And when we make decisions based on that kind of fear, we're literally telling ourselves, no, we don't deserve these outcomes before we even give it a go. So we're not even giving ourselves the chance. So the negative self-talk is a really hard one, 
but we need to overcome it and we need to not allow it to control our lives and our decision making. Okay, the fourth way to recognize if you are making fear-based decisions is all around the fear of judgment or rejection. Oh my goodness, I know this one all too well. Hands up, give me a holler if you also relate to the fear of judgment or rejection. Fear of being judged or being rejected can play a huge, huge role in fear-based decision-making. What it means is that we don't act or worse, we act poorly because we are so worried about what people will think. We turn down amazing opportunities and we go out of our way to avoid interacting with anyone who makes us feel like we're not good enough. And you know what? That's on us. That's not on them. There's always going to be people who are out there like that. And do you know what? A lot of the time I have found when I've reflected is that my fear of judgment or rejection and who my mind is pointing to are people that don't think those things at all. Sometimes it's just the story we're actually telling ourselves. It's not them at all. And in fact, those people often think that what you're doing is amazing. And the other point that I often think about when it comes to fear of judgment or rejection is that the people that we are worrying about getting judgment from or that we are worrying about rejecting us, these are the people that we're not even trying to impact. So for me, for example, I'll go back to my um, course for people going through divorce and separation. I was so worried about what other lawyers, other family lawyers would think of me by putting a course like that out there because no one else had done it at the time. And you know what? They're not even the clients that I want to impact. I don't need to impress them. But at the time, I was so worried about it that it literally held me back for about 18 months. I sat on the course for like 18 months before I put it out into the world because I was so worried about what other family lawyers would think about me, which is absolutely crazy. So if you are worried about the fear of rejection or judgment, have a think about who is it that you're actually trying to serve? And are you worried about the fear of rejection and judgment from them or from someone completely different, such as a competitor of yours? The fifth reason you may be able to recognize that you are making decisions based on fear is around making decisions to stay in your comfort zone, choosing things that feel the most safe and the most comfortable. But you know what? Sometimes these warm and fuzzy things that happen inside of us because we feel comfortable and cozy and we feel the most safe, that doesn't help us grow forward. That doesn't help us scale. It doesn't help us grow our business. It doesn't help us make more impact in the world. And making decisions based on what feels the most comfortable is actually a fear-based decision. So ask yourself, are you making decisions based on things that feel warm and fuzzy and cozy and comfy? The sixth way to recognize if you are making fear-based decisions is the fear of scarcity. I know this fear all too well, especially when it comes to money. 
we've all been raised with that money doesn't grow on trees and you know you've got to work really hard for your money and it drives this scarcity mindset that it's difficult and it's hard and we need to make sure there's money for a rainy day and all of that kind of thing but because we're afraid and we're scared there's not going to be enough for us then we settle for things and we think that nothing better is going to come along what it also does is it stops us from investing in ourselves. It stops us from investing in coaching and business growth and strategies and mentors that can help us. And it stops us investing in things like the Scalable Business Society because we are so scared that if we invest, that there's not going to be enough money for other things. But actually investing And not having that scarcity mindset, but having a growth mindset helps us to grow even more. And it's just so important that we don't make decisions based on the fear of scarcity. Your decisions are bound to that fear of there not being enough. And then you end up grabbing hold of whatever you can. And not only that, but the fear of scarcity and that mindset It really does limit us and it's telling the universe there's not enough. And so then we are living in that reality of there's not enough compared to that abundant mindset of there's plenty for everybody. Look at all the millions and trillionaires out there and I can be one of those too. Like I'm no less special or deserving than anybody else and there's so much abundance out in the world it's amazing when we hold on to that mindset we make great decisions not based on fear and not based on scarcity so I challenge you to recognize if you too are making fear-based decisions around scarcity number seven is another red flag and that is that you feel like you are sacrificing too much or you're giving up too much. It really is another fear-based decision and it comes back to being in your comfort zone. But the thing is, is that sometimes to get ahead, we do have to sacrifice. In the beginning of a business, you have to put a lot more time in. You have to invest money. To get more out of your relationships, you have to invest more time and you have to make more compromises and sacrifice more. We do have to sacrifice and give up and give more to get more out. That's just how life is. And if we're too scared to do that, then maybe you're making decisions based on fear rather than what you might gain. Finally, the eighth fear that might be holding you back and you might be making decisions based around, it might come as a surprise to you. And the eighth fear is that gut feeling. The gut feeling that you're not making the right choice. You know what? We are told that we should always listen to our gut. And it's not that I'm saying that you should dismiss your gut feeling. But sometimes the gut feelings that you have is just a load of rubbish. Sometimes the gut feelings that you have are all of the fears and all of the feelings that you have that are negative and all of the self-talk and all of the things that we've just talked about buried deep in your gut, making you nervous. And so then you make a decision based on, 
your gut feeling, but your gut is all tangled up with all these thoughts and feelings of fear that are driving you to make these decisions. Your gut is telling you that it's uncomfortable. Your gut is telling you, don't put yourself out there. People might judge you. Your gut is telling you all of these things. And then you go and make a decision based on that. And you're held back and you are stuck and you're not moving forward. That is the worst place you want to be. You want to be in a place of empowerment. Sometimes we just need to tune in and really think about the gut feelings that we have and where they're actually coming from. What is driving those gut feelings? So the eight ways that you can recognize if your decision-making is being driven from a place of fear are the following. One, a fear of failure. Two, a fear of change and the unknown. Three, all that negative self-talk and imposter syndrome. Four, a fear of judgment or rejection. Five, choosing what feels the most comfortable. Six, the fear of scarcity. Seven, you feel like you're just giving up way too much and making way too much sacrifice. And eight, your gut feels. So now that you can recognize all of that and tune in to what basis you are making your decisions and what is actually driving you, how do you go about making decisions that are not fear-based and decisions that are going to drive you forward? So it's obvious that fear shouldn't be the driver for your decision-making because it leads you down the slow, comfortable road and it really does stunt your growth or it sends you in a path that you're just not meant to be going down at all. As I mentioned before, you should be making decisions based on love, growth, and strategy. So what do I mean by those things? So when it comes to love, it's about love for yourself, that self-love that you have for others and just for life in general. For growth, it means to be focusing on progress and improvement and being better than you were yesterday. And strategy means not being reactive, so being strategic about the choices that you're making, planning where you want to go and how you're going to get there, not just allowing life to unfold and then reacting to everything. When you are doing that, you are simply just putting out fires in life all the time rather than being ahead of the curve. If you keep these three things in mind when you're making a decision, rather than basing it on any of those eight fears that we talked about, you are always going to be in control of the choices that you make. And you're going to be able to act confidently and stand behind your decisions. And you're going to want to own them. You're going to be making empowered decisions that are literally going to power you forward in your life and your business. Now, I cannot wait for you to start implementing these strategies and start focusing on where your decision making is actually coming from. If you do that in 2021 and beyond, you are going to be having an amazing year ahead. Your business is going to expand, you're going to scale and grow, and you are going to be a much happier, healthier person. 
I hope that you have really enjoyed today's podcast and got lots out of it. If you have, please leave me a review. That would be amazing. And I would love to invite you to watch my free workshop. It's all about the Scalable Business Society and how to attract the right clients into your business without working daily in order to scale your business. If you would love to know more, then please DM me at carly.fontanelli on Instagram, Facebook, or you can always send me an email, hello at carlyfontanelli.com. You can find my website as well, carlyfontanelli.com. That's all I have for you today. I hope you've enjoyed. Until next week, see you later. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by my personal brand, Freebies, which you can find at caroliefontanelli.com. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave me a review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Carolee Fontanelli. Until next time, remember, if you believe in yourself, you will be unstoppable. Oh,